So it's really, really important to be meditating and to be able to let your brain process um, a lot of the stuff that you've been through because it's going to help to release that from your body. You have to turn the suppression of these experiences into expression. Our next generation needs us now more than ever to show them what it means to live a happy, healthy, wholehearted life. Balance Period is here to equip you with the tools you need to incrementally improve your quality of life and be the best example possible for our next generation. Let's learn and grow together. Welcome to another episode of the Balance Period Podcast, the show where we equip you with the tools you need to more mindfully manage your energy so you can feel good, function at your best, and lead by example. I am one of your hosts, Raymond Ashield, a.k.a. Recovery Ray. And the bald sage. All right, we are going to jump right into our mindful moment for today. We are going to do box breathing today. So we're going to do that four-second inhale, four-second hold, four-second exhale, four-second hold. Okay, once I guide us through those two rounds of box breathing, I'm then going to hand it over to Nick for a brief awareness exercise. So remember, focus on your posture here. Act as if you have a string attached to the top of your head that's gently pulling you upward. And I'm going to count us down three, two, one, and we're going to get started. Three, two, one. Inhale, two, three, four. Hold, two, three, four. Exhale, two, three, four. Hold, two, three, four. Inhale, two, three, four. Hold, two, three, four. Exhale, two, three, four, hold, two, three, four. Continue to breathe at your normal breathing pattern. For the next few moments, become aware of the different sensations you are feeling. If you're sitting down, notice the sensation of the surface that you're sitting on. Notice your clothes against your skin. Notice the air that circulates through the room as that brushes up against your skin. Just take a moment and allow yourself to be fully immersed in where you are. Awesome. Thank you all for joining us today for this mindful moment. All right. Yes, Nick, thank you for that awareness exercise. It is just so powerful to pause and to bring your awareness to the present moment. Just the practice in and of itself just helps our ability to be more responsive instead of reactive in the moment, which is so powerful in us keeping our energy aligned with the person that we want to be and the things that we want to accomplish in our lives. So another great mindful moment to kick off another great episode of the Balanced Period Podcast. We are still observing Women's Mental Health Awareness Month, so we have another very special guest with us today. She is a student of energy. I'm going to let her explain more about what that is, but we are so glad to have Antonia Wolfgang on the show. Antonia, how are you doing today? I'm good. How are you guys? Thanks for having me. Of course, of course, we're doing well. So go ahead and share with everyone a little bit more about what it means to be a student of, of energy and more about who you are and what you do. So I am a licensed massage therapist uh, here in North Indy, Fishers area. Um, 
And through Divinity Massage, the company, I facilitate what we like to call energetic body work, which is not only massaging, hands-on stuff, but also working with the human energy field and helping for all that to flow properly. And I say that I'm a student of energy because I'm always taking courses on energy. I've taken Reiki classes. I've done um, mentorships with medical intuitives. I've worked with psychics. I've... Um, taking BMR, which is a body memory recall course, super interesting. And then in the next couple of weeks, I'm taking an energy medicine class. And once I get finished with that, I'll actually have almost as many hours in that as I have with my massage licensing. So it's a lot, but um, I'm always looking to learn more about it. It's always interested me. Like since I was a child, I remember having existential crisis, like playing with my friends with Barbie dolls, like wondering why we're here, what life is, what happens when we die, like all these things. And um, I have some Reiki masters in my family. So it's kind of something that I've always been interested in. And I facilitate through my company now. Wow. That so, is awesome. Yeah, And as we talk about here, we are in the business of helping people more mindfully manage their energy. So I'm definitely yeah. going to be enjoying the tips and ways that you share with us today about how we can more effectively do that. But before we dive deeper into that, I want to learn a little bit more about you and your story and your experience with mental health. So can you share with us kind of your journey of mental health? Yeah, um... Like my mental health has kind of been all over the place growing up. I had some incidents happen when I was around 15 that I ended up getting put on um, depression, anti-anxiety medications. Um, when I turned 18, I turned more towards spirituality and natural medicines. I worked at um, Fresh Time Farmer's Market for a long time in the vitamins, nutrition department. So I learned a lot about herbs and supplements and stuff like that and that's when I ended up actually realizing that what I wanted to do was, I really was interested in natural medicine at first, and I ended up going to the massage therapy school that I chose. We learned a lot about energetics, and we learned um, herbology and iridology and all these other holistic remedies, and I ended up being able to get off of my anxiety and depression medications. Mm. Um, almost cold turkey, just changing my diet and fixing my gut health. Um, and I'd say like in 2020, I kind of, I don't want to say like relapsed, but I just had this moment of like not feeling like I was, um, serving my purpose in a sense, like my, my soul's purpose wasn't being fulfilled anymore. I felt like I had become stagnant, which I think a lot of people had that awakening during lockdown. Um, I went, I was going through a breakup. Um, we were together for eight years and it just turned to be really toxic on both sides. Um, I was figuring out how to financially support my son by myself. And I decided that I wanted to quit my job and become an entrepreneur. So <laughs> that was all really quick, a lot happening in 2020. Um, but I just trusted that, you know, my purpose would lead me to where I needed to be and they would carry me through and it, it did. Um, but yeah, I'm still on the mental health journey. It's still something that I, you know, struggle with and have learned tips to help. And I like to kind of be able to, through my business, give the community tips and, to be able to cope with things and 
um, to learn to become self-aware and to be able to like feel where they're physically feeling their emotions inside of their bodies and just all of that self-awareness that really helps them to understand what they need in order to get over the hump or over get, get themselves out of that hole that sometimes depression puts us in where we don't want to get up every day. We don't want to make our bed and we don't want to brush our teeth and stuff like that. So yeah, I'm kind of just using all of that to help the community and evolving all of that. Wow. Yeah, that's powerful. I think that sometimes in life we experience things that are traumatic and we allow those things to determine like what we do next. And in this case, it sounds like you were able to take the experiences that you've had and turn that into a way that you serve others and a way that you help others continue to learn and grow and develop into the best version of themselves. So that's powerful in and of itself. So definitely thank you for the work that you do in that regard. Absolutely. Yeah. So you talked about you had your son, it was 2020, and then you wanted to quit your job. So how did you get to the point to where you say, yeah, I believe in myself? Because especially in a mental health journey, that's something that a lot of people struggle with, especially when you're looking for answers, trying to figure things out. But it seems like you had this point where you said, yep, I'm believing in me and I'm going to do this. And so could you talk about that a little bit? Yeah. So actually in 2020, my son was three years old. So I'm trying to go navigate that. Um, but believing in myself has always been honestly like my biggest obstacle. Um I talk to a lot of my friends about that. Yeah, me and Ryan talk about that a lot. Um, actually, in massage school, my teacher always used to write on my papers that I needed to believe in myself more because we'd have exams that were like 158 questions and I wouldn't miss a single question. But I would still be like absolutely anxious and nervous and not thinking that I could do it. And um, so that's actually been a big part of something that I'm still trying to overcome. But I think shutting out the outside noise and sitting with yourself and like, I mean, for me personally, I don't know how other people um, experience source and spirit and guide and their guides and all that. But like sitting in silence for me, like I can hear my my inner voice talking. I can hear my higher self talking. I can differentiate what are, you know, my outside thoughts, the stuff that I like almost like that 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 ego of like what what are people going to think about this versus like this was my purpose and this is why I'm here and I'm going to share that message um and I think when you start to connect with your higher self there's no need to even have that doubt because that's divine knowledge respect definitely now is the time to join a community of individuals on a mission to set the best example possible for our next generation of what it means to live a happy, healthy, wholehearted life. By joining the Balance Period Patreon community, you get early ad-free access to every episode of the Balance Period podcast, weekly messages with resources to help you continue to develop your sustainable self-care system, and monthly challenges to help keep you accountable as you travel along this journey of incrementally improving your quality of life. Visit patreon.com forward slash balance period and select the membership option that works best for you. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com forward slash balance period. We look forward to seeing you inside. 
So yeah, what I am really interested in is understanding more about how you care for yourself within the work that you do, because you know, you're, you're physically touching people and you're interacting with their energy too. So how do you go about caring for yourself as you care for other people? So between each session, I rinse off with cold water from the elbow down. And this is something I teach a lot of my chiropractors and hairstylists and people that are hands-on with people is to cut off that electric current that's running through you because you are, when you're doing energy, you're a conduit from a divine source through you to the person that's receiving the work. So you want to cut that off, cleanse yourself. Um, And then something I do to really help reconnect is... um, a meditation that I do outside where I put my hands and my feet on the grass and I just imagine myself being rooted to the earth and everything that's not serving me is leaving through my body into the ground. Um, and then I'm being refilled with light. And this helps so much because uh, just like grounding and earthing in general, I'm sure you guys are aware of what that is, grounding. Mm-hmm. So it's basically oh, yes. like our body reconnecting with earth's electrical field because you know, it's covered in negative ions and it helps to get some of our positive ions to um, come out. But another thing that's really interesting about that is that, um, are you familiar with the Schumann resonance? Mm-hmm. No. Oh, I'm not. So, <laughs> so it's, um, it's what scientists have deemed like the earth's heartbeat. It radiates at 7.83 Hertz, but they've also found that when the human brain and heart are operating at the like perfect peak that it's also 7.83 hertz so it kind of shows like we are nature it's not us in nature we're one and it's just it, it helps all around so mm-hmm. being out in nature it doesn't even matter for me like the amount of times that during the summer that i'll just be out in my hammock is all the time <laughs> it just it's really what helps me reground dope nice it's awesome all right and so As we are just continuing to talk more about mental health and mental health awareness throughout this month, what are some of the things that you have learned about mental health over the years that have been beneficial for your growth and development and overall wellness mentally? Yeah, um, well, something that I would like to talk about as just a mother and like raising a little boy in this society is... um, just like that self-awareness again, coming back to the self-awareness, like he really struggles or even just, um, emotional intelligence, you know, like I, there was a time that came up where he was so angry and so frustrated and I had like pulled the car over and I was like, we're not going into this grocery store until we figure out what it is that is going on with you. And so I just went, I went through all the emotions. I was like, are you angry? Are you frustrated? Are you annoyed? Like all these things. And he's like, no, no, no. And I was like, are you happy? Like just throwing that in there. And he was like, yeah, I'm happy. And I'm like, okay, well, that's not true. So just realizing that he didn't even know his emotions, right? And how many times as children are we, do we actually like figure out what our emotions are? Because mental health uh, concept, or the, I think there's like three things that they've said mental health is. And one of those are your your emotions. And so me really breaking down what each emotion was for him. And sometimes I'll have him lay down and we'll do kind of like a somatic therapy where, you know, if he gets really angry and he's having a hard time controlling it, I'll have him lay on the 
lay on the bed and I'm like, where are you feeling it at? Where do you feel the anger at in your body? And he'll say, oh, it's in my, my stomach and it's in my eyes because I'm crying and it's in my head. And so I try to explain to him, so you're this angry over, you know, a kid at school playing with a toy that you wanted to play with, but do you see how it's physically affecting your body? And it creates that connection in his head that like, I don't want people to have control over my emotions. I don't want people to control my physical body over my emotions. And it's like, it's teaching him to have um, that emotional intelligence and like just the oh, being able to have that open communication, I think is going to be really um, good for his mental health going forward. So just even in myself, like I said, sitting down with myself and really um, meditating and stuff, that's, you know, your brain goes into theta wave, which obviously I'm sure you guys are aware of, um, which is between three and eight hertz. So you have that Schumann resonance right there, 7.83, where it's grounding, it's meditative, but you also have, I believe it's like the hertz of 7.5, which is where we're able to start, our brain's able to start processing overwhelming emotions and overwhelming experiences that we've had. And so as a child, I think it's at eight, from birth to 14, you're in theta state and then you turn into i believe i think it's a beta state so as a huge like as an adult we don't experience it but a couple seconds before before we fall asleep and before we right when we're waking up so it's really really important to be meditating and to be able to let your brain process um a lot of the stuff that you've been through because it's going to help to release that from your body you have to turn the suppression of these experiences into expression or you're not going to be able to um continue because your your mental is going to I I explain it like um life is like water in a watering hose and every trauma you have is a little kink right and so then you get to this point where you have kinks all over your body and you don't want to slow down and process it you want to stay in that chaos because you know that as soon as you slow down and you give yourself your brain enough time to start processing things it's going to feel like it's a dam breaking. It's going to be so much coming through because you have all these little kinks, but you got all the good back there too. It's not just the bad that's holding. So you got to you got to learn how to express it. And I like something that I've learned is that healing is not always just meditation and journaling and stuff like that. Sometimes it's screaming, sometimes it's crying, sometimes it's, you know, one of my friends is a psychic, but she's also a grief counselor and one thing I I refer a lot of my clients to her and one thing that she talks about is, you know, take buying bean bags on Amazon and throwing them against the wall or, you know, shattering plates, going to Goodwill, buying plates and shattering them. Like you have to be able to express that emotion and anger isn't inherently bad. It just is. It just is an emotion. And it's something that you have to be able to express. And I have, you know, I have a lot of clients that are very bubbly and happy on the outside. And then you get to talking to them and you don't, you don't realize how like deep their depression really goes. And so for somebody that's covering it up with happiness, like sometimes they need to have that expression of anger to be able to even bring that anger out and be like, oh, I am angry about this situation versus holding it in their body and really physically affecting their body. So um, I think finding healthy outlets to express those quote unquote bad emotions that I don't believe are bad. I think they just are. Um, is really important as well. So I don't know. I just said a lot <laughs> right there. Yeah, no, that was that was fantastic. That was, that was fantastic for sure. Yeah, I think that naturally we associate certain emotions from what you were describing as bad, and then we think about what other people are thinking about us and expressing those emotions, which prompts us mm-hmm. to suppress them. Which, like you said, it's just, it's just not sustainable. Um, so it's definitely important that we figure out what works best for us on an individual basis of how we can go about expressing these things so that we are 
continuing to keep our energy aligned with our highest good, which is uh, definitely important. And so can you talk a little bit more about just practical ways? I know we talked about meditation. We've talked about, you know, some ways to get these emotions out that we have. But can you talk about energy, you know, specifically and how we can maintain like a healthy energy balance in our lives? Yeah, so seeing someone like me that works with um, the chakras and works with the energy field is, I think, important because, you know, you go to a doctor to address the physical needs, but there's there's just been so many times that I've worked on people and I can immediately, when I'm working with energy, it's like a different sense for me. I can feel it. I can feel it in my body. I can touch someone's head and know exactly where their headache's stemming from because I'll feel it here and I'll feel it over here and... It's just like I feel it so deeply. And so to work with someone um, that is in the energy medicine, energy healing field is super important because you're going to you're going to be working with somebody that can that can almost um, tell you what's going on in a sense of like I worked on. I worked on a man the other day and he told me that I made him feel like he wasn't crazy because everything that I said was stuff that he was actually internally feeling versus um feeling like maybe he wasn't accurate on it I don't I don't know if that makes any sense but just like being able to confirm with people like yeah you're not going crazy this really is like your energy field is really torqued right here and so I can tell that you've had a lot of maybe unprotected maybe you felt unprotected as a child maybe you had a traumatic experience in your you know your your womb area for a lot of women in particular like I say I really don't think women struggle with low libido. I think we have so much sexual trauma and, you know, pregnancy and labor and childhood shame helps to lock all that up. So um, working with somebody that can, that understands that and can help to realign your energy is super important. Um, I guess for, it's hard to, it's hard to give tips on that if um, you're not able to kind of like feel it the way that I am just you don't want to mess anything up more, I guess. Um, but yeah, going to a Reiki healer, Reiki practitioner, someone that can balance your chakras, um, anybody working with energy medicine is super important. Well, I guess in this case, right, I know that on my journey, I have found value in expanding my awareness of just, you know, what energy is and and how it relates to me. So mm-hmm. can you share some ways that people can do that? Yeah. Okay, yeah, so energy is everything on its basic core. Everything is energy, and everything has its own frequency, um, what it's radiating at. So you kind of need to figure out what aligns with your energy. There's going to be certain areas that align better. So, for example, like even on terms of being grounded, when I work with people, I can tell some people are more grounded by the water. Some people are more grounded by, you know, sitting in between the trees and some people are more grounded by, you know, X, Y and Z. And so um, really that self-awareness to be able to see what fills your cup up versus what is draining you, Um, the people that are draining you, the music that's draining you. Music obviously has different frequencies coming off of it and some of it is you know, purposely made to make us feel like we're chaotic. And um, yeah, like just set yourself up for success. Really sit with yourself and be aware of the, like I said, the things that fill your cup up and and align with that. You know, if there's people on social media that are um, 
maybe not aligning with your frequency, unfollow them. Because if you're, you know, if you're viewing something every day, that's like putting you in a bad mental place, you can't, you can't do that to yourself. You can't self-sabotage. And even, even recognizing when you're, you begin to self-sabotage and, um, it's just, it really all comes back to that self-awareness. It really does just figuring out it, it. Energy is simple in the sense of like, what is it making you feel on the inside? Is it making you feel better? Is it making you feel worse and start aligning your life to fit that mold? Because you are so, you know, this one thing that affects me might not affect the next person. So you, it's not always like looking for outside sources of, um, well, what, what helped you? It's more like, what when I'm sitting with myself makes me feel good and just continuing to align your life with that. Definitely. Yeah, that that is awesome. It's time to take your sustainable self-care system to another level. We partnered with Whoop so you can get the latest and most advanced health and fitness wearable on the market for free. With the all new Whoop 4.0, you will get the most accurate measurements of how the self-care habits you practice influence the quality of your life. You can finally take the guesswork out of deciding which self-care habits will actually help you feel good and function at your best. Visit join.whoop.com forward slash balance period and order your free Whoop 4.0 today. That's join.whoop.com forward slash balance period. Enjoy the rest of the show. All right. Before I go through the last couple questions that we have for you, Antonia, Nick, is there anything else that you want to uh, add in here? Uh, it is not. Okay. All right. So the second to last question that we have for you today, Antonia, is what are three words that you would use to describe the relationship you have with yourself and why would you use those words? Um, so the first thing is probably vulnerable. I'm very vulnerable with myself. I'm very vulnerable with other people about stuff that I've experienced because I believe that the experiences that I've had, I've had for a reason. And, um, I believe even the bad ones were to, you know, maybe help other people that have also gone through those negative experiences. So I'm very vulnerable with myself and with my emotions and what I need at certain times. And sometimes that's hard, but I'd say vulnerable is a big one for me. Um, intentional because I have not always been intentional and my actions have shown that and I don't like the person that I am when I'm not intentional. So I try to do everything with intention. I try to massage with intention. Um, and I think you can tell a really big difference versus someone that is not. And, um, I'd say probably progressive I'm always trying to progress and grow and I'm very I'm very curious I'm very inquisitive and I I love learning new things it's it's really what makes me happy and I think my mental health has a lot to do with um my passion and if I'm not progressively growing and learning and I'm not passionate then my mental health starts to go down Mm, gotcha well yes thank you thank you for sharing that now lastly the last question that we have for you I'm going to set the scene a little bit. So imagine that the whole world is listening, right? Whole world, you have their ears and you have one minute to share any message that you want to with the world. What message would you share with the world in one minute? I would say that we are high vibrational beings navigating a low vibrational world and that it's okay to get down and uh, you are not alone when you feel like you're in those depressive slumps. 
um, and to really learn what is the best for you to express instead of suppress. I think that's probably the biggest thing is learning expression instead of suppression because you are um, suppressing stuff not only in your physical body but also in your energetic body which is affecting your mental and everything around you and what you attract to you. So that was under a minute but that was fantastic it was powerful <laughs> in that in that brief time so thank you yeah thank you so much uh for being here with us today for sharing that i would highly recommend if you're listening go back like 30 45 seconds and listen to that last part again because it was there was a lot in there but yeah so i want to give you the space now antonia to share with everyone how they can connect with you and how they can support anything that you're working on right now yeah. Um, so on Instagram is mainly where I'm located. Um, my personal page is just at Antonia Wolfgang. And then my business page is just at Divinity Massage. And um, this Saturday, we're actually having our first uh, guided meditation that I'm hosting. So we're really excited to have more of those and more workshops coming out. And then once I get through this energy medicine course, there's going to be a lot more coming out as well. So make sure to follow. Nice. Awesome. Yeah, we will definitely put links to what Antonia just mentioned in the show notes. So check it out there. And as these events and things continue to pop up, we will be sure to share them on our social media platforms as well. Awesome. All right. Yeah, you're welcome. All right. I'm going to hand it over to you, Nick. Is there anything that you want to leave everyone with today? Yeah. Be kind to yourself the same way you would a friend. This is a journey. and You can't be anything for anyone if you are not already everything for yourself. Bars. And for me, we are unable to fill anyone else's cup if our cup is empty. So be sure to prioritize time for self-care. Continue to learn, continue to grow, and develop your sustainable self-care system. Lastly, you don't have to be perfect in order to be great. So be patient with yourself and be kind to yourself as you travel along this journey of becoming the change that you want to see in your family and in your community. Thank you all once again for tuning in to this episode of the Balance Period Podcast. And we look forward to having you tune in next week for our next show. Peace. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Balance Period Podcast. If this was your first time listening, welcome. We ask that you listen to three episodes of the show and pull out one thing that you learn from each to incorporate into your daily lives. If you are a returning listener, we appreciate your continued support. As you know, all we ask is that you take something that you learn from today's episode and use it to continue to develop your sustainable self-care system. For both new and long-time listeners, there's one more thing that we ask. Don't just take what you learn to improve your quality of life. Share this show with one other person so they can do the same. Lastly, be sure to prioritize time each day to pause, breathe, and remember that you are whole and you are enough. And you have everything you need in this moment to experience peace, regardless of what's happening outside of your control. Enjoy the rest of your day.